Good morning ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the progressive channel where we take a look at how we as human beings can move beyond the obvious, beyond the three dimensions of existence and see where the soul comes in. I'm trying to take a look at many different aspects as I'm receiving it here. So for today, let's take a look at why as a soul you are beyond astrology itself. You are beyond all the planets. You are beyond all the points. You are beyond any predictive analysis and events of your life as they unfold. Look, astrology can give you perhaps predictions. Astrology can give you the way events as they would perhaps unfold. But that is not you. That is not your soul. You are the point of observation as we have discussed soul as a point of perception. You are the point of perception which is seeing these events unfold, seeing these people come and go in your life, seeing the relationships form and dissolve, seeing your relationships not just with other humans, with the planet or with the place or with your career, jobs and all these other areas of human life. You are the person who is actually observing. You are the point of observation. You are the standpoint from which every experience is happening. You are the receptacle of all experience as a soul, whatever is happening in your life. So as you move through these experiences, which astrological times, periods, places, events, situations, etc. happen, they are according to the universal clock. Astrology is just a snapshot of your birth time and how you are working with the universal time, which is very unique to every single individual, all 7 billion people of them. They are all working towards experiencing as different points of perception. As these different points of perception recalibrate in the new energies, they will be receiving and modifying who they are, who they think they are or what they start believing they are or how they want to move forward in their individual lives. So astrology, good as it may be as a tool to understand the self as a personality, which is just basically a mask. Personality comes from the word persona, which means basically a mask. You're putting on a mask of whatever your parents were like, whatever your DNA inheritance was like. You have inherited certain physical characteristics. You have inherited certain cultural programming, certain indoctrination or programming that goes on in every culture. And you move, use that as a starting point and move forward and start the start your clock from the time you're born. And it ends at the time of your death. So <clears throat> what you're doing essentially in the astrological clock is you're coming across all these events places as points of experience. Sometimes the experience is profoundly enriching. Sometimes the experience is filled with grief, anxiety, stress and all of these points which put pressure on your personality to transform in change directions, go in a certain other way, re-evaluate your life, re-evaluate your value system, re-evaluate what you believe and don't believe 
So we are taking these things constantly from our environment and experiences and recalibrating the soul as what I choose next. It's a choice and you're constantly recalibrating that choice as this astrological clock moves forward. It's the analogy of the bus station again. So the bus station comes, certain passengers get on board along with you. You chat with some person, say, hi, how are you doing? How's today going for you? And you make friends or not, or you make friends with some other people. So these are the friends that come along in your life. Some stay for the journey and you get off the stop. Wherever you're getting off, that person moves on and they're getting off at some other place. It's a flow in the river of life, which continues. But when we speak of the new human being model, what did we speak of in the new human being model? What does the new human being really comprise of? The new human being comprises of compassion, of love, of understanding, of knowledge. So the new human being we spoke of comprises of six parts. Compassion, love, knowledge, balance, understanding and beauty. None of these things, and I want to stress on that, none of these things are offered to you by the way of planets, points or astrology. It is the essence of your being which you bring to the world which you shine your light into the world. The soul's light shines into the world through these six aspects and looks for this as a reflection from the external world. You look for compassion, you look for love, you look for balance, you look for knowledge, you look for understanding, you look for beauty. This is what we are. What you are as a soul is these six parts, to put it simply. And these six parts are not being offered to you by the way of gains or losses. This will always be the case. What you are cannot be validated by the external world. You are bringing it forth into the world. So it's the other way around. Astrology won't offer you this at all. Doesn't matter how many ups and downs you go through in life. Doesn't matter how many trying times you go through in life. This will always be the case that you bring all these six aspects every single day into your life. And that is not being offered by Venus or Jupiter or Rahu or Ketu or any one of these things. These esoteric sciences of astrology will never be able to define who you are. It can give hints at what might happen. This is like taking going to a city and taking a metro map and you want to go from take the metro train from one stop to another stop, change over to another train and go to another stop yet again until you reach your final destination. It can help you plot the map of your life. That's what astrology can be used to. It can be used to study your personality type and where you are going to shine. What are the things which you are endowed with? Everybody is always endowed with and kinds of uh, talents and abilities, each one is. To know this map, to know the metro map of your personal city of life is what astrology can be used for. You have your own city of life, how you will travel, where you will travel, where do you want to go and when do you change your mind. That's all up to you. You are the master of your life. So you can use this as a tool the astrology as a tool, that's what I bring at least, to chart the course of your life, to see where you can shine, where you, where you 
will be happy, content more of the time and where you can find your experiences enriching. After all, that's all we desire in this short human life. We desire to enrich the experience with greater knowledge, with greater compassion, with greater love, with greater joy, with greater understanding, balance and beauty. So as a human being, your being is not being offered by astrology. That can never happen. Nobody can define who you are. No one. Doesn't matter how good an astrologer. They can just tell the metro map, your metro map works like this. At this point in time, this train will come. It will pick you up if you want to get on board. The choice is still up to you. Otherwise, the train will come. The good timing in this case will come and go and you have not done anything about it. So there is an aspect of conscious participation required. It's not all about like just getting a lottery ticket, folks. It's like you consciously desiring, working with and recalibrating and making new choices along the way with whatever astrological chart that you have don't feel trapped by your astrological chart because you are an undefinable entity. You can take it whichever way you want. You can start investigating other parts of you that you want. It's not necessarily that you are a slave or bound to any set of beliefs, ideas, body, personality, astrological chart, etc. Because none of these things in your chart can define these six things that you look for as a being. You are the master of your life and you have to chart your own course, decide which bus to take and which station to you want to get off to and experience which part of the city of your life. It's that simple, folks. I'm surprised at the way how it landed. <laughs> but there we go. So um, it's very, very unique, very personal. And you have to enjoy it. Joy has to become part of your everyday living. Not some goalpost that you sit and ascribe to or say I'm going to get such and such a promotion or a wife or a husband or all these roles and responsibilities that we keep inventing. It's about none of that stuff. The soul just desires pure joy, pure experience pure experience of being loved, of being compassion, of being understanding, of being knowledge and seeking knowledge because it's a repository of all knowledge. Whatever knowledge that can be there in creation, your soul already knows it. So you're using it as a starting point and at the same time through this maya, through this great illusion, we are uncovering and enjoying those whatever is already within us. There's a great secret in Vedas. There's a great secret in the Vedic texts. And it goes something like this. And I'm paraphrasing here. It goes something like this. You cannot, you as in the soul, cannot discover something which is not already known by you. You are only seeing and experiencing things which is already known by you. So doesn't matter how wild or full of variety that thing is that you are experiencing as people, places, things, wealth and so on and so forth. Whatever it is that you are experiencing at any given moment 
is already there. The experience and the essence of the experience is already there. You are simply reliving it, remembering it, remembering it and then moving forward to the next best experience. But remember, whatever next best experience that is coming along is also known by this very fact. This is what the Vedas say. You're constantly being a reflection of yourself and where yourself is or thinks of itself at any moment in time. The self is everywhere. The self is the only point of reflection there is. The self is the only one that receives all experience. It's the final point and receptacle of all experience that a soul as an embodied human being, as a sparrow, as a bird, anything that is, anything that is lives and breathes, or even inanimate, is experiencing. It's just an experience. And it's vast, and it's rich, and it's deep. So don't be defined by your astrology. Don't think this ascendant or 12 ascendants or these planets and points, oh, I am doomed or this such and such, my life is all about doom and gloom and this kind of a thing. That simply is not the truth. The truth is that you are beyond definition. What you will seek, what you will do, no one in the universe knows. No one can define it for you. You are coming here in this plane to define it all by yourself, individually. It will always be individual choice. The moment you recognize that it's all individual choice, it simultaneously becomes two big things and I'll leave you with this much. It becomes a profoundly lonely experience because you know you are the only one doing this thing. Nobody else will ever know anything. It can become profoundly lonely realization. At the same time, it can become profoundly liberating experience for you to realize this. Think of just those two. Whatever is profoundly lonely and depressing is also profoundly liberating. It's just the dualistic coin. We live in a world of duality. So in this duality, the same thing which has extreme amount of joy has also the extreme amount of depression on the flip side of the coin. Okay. I'll leave you with that much. That itself has a lot of energy to it. Take care. Be safe. And have a wonderful day or night wherever you are.